0: Texas State with 37 transfers, it's Locked On Sunbelt. You are Locked On Sunbelt, your daily podcast on the Sunbelt Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, welcome back to another edition of Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. I'm your host, Dave Schultz. It's been a bit. we would doing the vacation thing, and then we were traveling and trying to get back into the swing of things here in Lafayette, being the afternoon host on 103.3 The Goat. So I appreciate your patience, but we got a good show for you today because Texas State is blowing it out. I mean, G.J. Kinney, I'm really looking forward to watching G.J. Kenny in Texas State this year, but he's basically turned over half his roster. That is a ton. I, am, I appreciate filling in half, uh, you know, filling in the holes with, you know, the transfer portal, but he is bringing in 51 new players, 51 new players, right? So on a roster of about a hundred, is it 120, but it's 85 scholarship players. So if he's bringing in 51 transfers and they're all, or 51 uh, newcomers, That's more than half the roster. My goodness. All right. So, uh, again, G.J. Kinney coming from Incarnate Word. All right. And he got two huge transfers. uh, One uh, immediately, basically, and then one a little bit later on. Uh, And then we're going to find out who's playing quarterback. Uh, Malik Hornsby is the kid from Arkansas backing up uh, K.J. Jefferson. But a major coup, if you will, for G.J. Kinney and his new staff uh, to get Malik Hornsby. And then you get T.J. Finley. Uh, coming in from Auburn via LSU. And everyone will tell you, you know, not in this case, but generally speaking, right, a, uh, a Finley isn't transferring to Texas State to sit on the bench. Well, is he better than Malik Hornsby? He certainly has more experience. Um, does You know, has a huge arm, but he is very inconsistent, right? Uh, he's had some big ball games. He's played well uh, at times, but... He hadn't been able to do it on, on, at least not on the SEC level. And now he's going to try and do it on uh, the Sun Belt uh, level. And so he came in, I think, after spring, whereas, you know, Malik Hornsby was there, you know, after the season, you know, shortly after GJ Kinney uh, got it. All right. So let's go over. So I got the job. So let's go over some of the transfers. uh, And as you can imagine, and we're taking this off for 24 seven. So if you can imagine, Well, as you might imagine, we'll put it that way, a lot of these are from Incarnate Word. Okay. For those who are not familiar, Incarnate Word had one of the highest, you know, best offenses in the country last year, regardless of level. Uh, Lindsey Scott, originally from Baton Rouge, I think he's only been a quarterback for about eight years, um, set all kinds of records, like 60. I think it was 60 touching, uh, Russia. We'll try that again. 60 passing touchdowns with six more rushing touchdowns uh, and just put up dynamic numbers for incarnate word. How long it takes to bring that system over to Texas State and San Marcos it's going to be interesting. All right. M- Millie Cornsby absolutely could get there. But, you know, when G.J. Kinney got uh, Lindsey Scott Jr., and basically a finished product, right? We don't have to go in the whole thing, but, you know, started off at LSU. Not sure if there was a place between LSU and Nichols, but he ended up at Nichols and, uh, and then finished up at Texas State. So he had a ton of experience, whereas Malik Hornsby doesn't. All right, Practice last year. T.J. Finley does, but those are two very uh, different players. And so how long does it take, basically, for G.J. Kinney to turn Malik Hornsby, we'll say, into Lindsey Scott Jr.? Right, because you're going to have multiple years with him, uh, even if TJ Finley is your starting quarterback uh, this season. Should also mention uh, with his incoming freshmen, they only got 14, which is not a lot uh, for the for this class for this incoming class 2023. So they'll be in school this year. Maybe some of them are already are enrolled, but they will be, you know, part of the team heading into. This season, whether they play or not, you know, they're still freshmen. Um, you know, his class still ranked eighth. So a lot of the way that, you know, 24-7 ranks their class is, you know, quality matters, but also quantity. For example, App State only had 19 commits compared to Southern Miss's 22, but App State is ahead of Southern Miss just barely because the average grade, however that's figured out, is a little bit higher than Southern Miss, right? Even the Cajuns, 23 commits. Uh, they're fourth in the class of this uh, coming into this season. South Alabama only had 15 commits. Now they have another 10 transfers coming in, so they filled out their class uh, with Kane Wamek, uh, but they rank fifth in the entire Sun Belt. Troy, another good example, 26 incoming freshmen. 26 for the coach of the year and the defending Sundall champion, John Summerall. But Texas State, only with 14, they're eighth. There's not a whole lot of difference, um, except 12 more commits. The quality may be a little bit better at Texas State. In fact, technically it is. Troy's average is 83.83 grade per player. Texas State's average is 84.54. Take that with a grain of salt. All right, so having said that, so it's a pretty good recruiting class, his first shot in. And remember, he was kind of doing it all on his own. He was like coaching in the playoffs and doing the recruiting for uh, a good bit of it until he could add staff uh, later on in January. All right, so we still have time. Well, we do do have a little bit of time. So let's, as you might imagine, as we said, as you might imagine, uh, many of these incoming transfers are from – are from Incarnate Word. So is that are they going to be helpful? Are they just adding depth? Are they there to, you know, teach the guys the system? So it'll be interesting to see on how many they play. But out of 37 transfers, nine are from Incarnate Word. Sean Holton, 510, 168 pound quarterback. All right. That may be a little bit small to play in, even in the Sun Belt. You got Seth Latham you know, a 6'7", 260-pound defensive lineman, a little, a, you know, these are high school numbers. That's a little bit small. He's tall, but, six, you know, 260 is a little bit small to be, at least on the interior, on a defensive line in uh, the Sun Belt. Let's see where we we also had, again, we had nine guys. Uh, Caleb Culp, a little bit bigger, 5'10", 186, safety. Caleb Johnson, it's a good size, tackle, 6'6", 330, all right? Cole Wilson, wide receiver. You see these guys all over the place. 5'9", 167. Uh, Amiko, a uh, big bow. All right. Interior offensive lineman, good size, 6'4", 315. So that's pretty good. All right. And then you have uh, Jamito, a big bow, 6'4", 320 also uh, on the offensive line. And that's good size. Dorian Strawn, good size, 6'5", 317 pounds, a guard. So again, most of these guys... And then, let's see, one more, Nash Jones. That's a pretty good size. 6'4", 290 on the offensive tackle. But So that's nine of the 37 transfers. How quickly one can incorporate all new guys into your system. It'd be interesting to see and talk to like a Kane Womack and a Mike Desimo. Like Desimo, where the Cajuns was, um, you know, promoted from within. So everybody knew who he was. Kane Womack's coming in. And, you know, we'll ask him at Sunbelt Media Days. You know, so you had a certain amount. And obviously, there's always going to be turnover when the new coach comes in. Some guys are just going to leave. You know, some it doesn't fit your program or your style. Uh, and then after spring and then the portal. Okay, he's doing 37. How does he incorporate it? All right. So that's, that's going to be really interesting to see. And so we'll do that. Uh, we'll talk about some of the better players, some of the guys who have transferring from Power 5 schools, and we'll do that next. Again, the big, the big question is going to be the quarterback, Hornsby or TJ uh, Finley. All right. But first, let me tell you a little bit about FanDuel. All right. Listen to this deal. Can you get a better deal anywhere? I don't think so. Take your first swing at betting MLB on FanDuel and get 10 times your first bet amount in bonus bets. Up to $200. That's right. Just bet 20 bucks and you'll land $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. That's $200. You can spend betting everything. From the money line to over-under to who you think is going to hit the first home run. All on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Plus, when you win, you get paid instantly. There's no better place to bet on MLB than FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. So sign up today and visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get up to $200 in bonus bets. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. FanDuel, official partner of Major League Baseball. All right, so I'm just going to bet on the Braves. I bet 20 bucks on the Braves. And I'll get $200 in bonus bets. All right. Although I guess I've done it once. I don't know. I haven't bet on baseball yet. So we'll figure that out and get back to you if, if I'm allowed to do it. All right. Dave Schultz back on Locked on Sunbelt, your team every day. Uh, let's go over some of the transfers. Again, 37 transfers for Texas State. 51 newcomers. And uh, Kev Giorgio with his Texas State podcast. He's like, they may get more whoo they may be expecting more. You, there's only the deadline to get into the portal. There's no deadline to come out of the portal, although there is a deadline to sign up for school. You got to be you know, not probably doing this in the middle of September, right? You got to be there probably by the end of July. You got a few more weeks uh, to be uh, uh, signed up and what would you call matriculated? Is that a big word for lockdown Sunbelt? All right, so let's check out some of the more well, let's check them all out. Uh, let's see what we did with the twenty four seven thing. All right, so I don't know if these are in order or not. John Blunt, six foot, one hundred seventy seven pound safety from Eastern Kentucky. All right, um, he was a two star coming out of high school. Yeah, Christian Rory, 6'6", 300 three hundred pound defensive lineman out of Duke. That's a nice get. That's a three star lineman out of the ACC heading to Texas State. You gotta like that. Uh, we told you about Sean Holton, Chase Todd, interior offensive lineman, three-star out of Houston, 6'1, 280. That's not bad for a guard, right? And he's out of Houston. Is he gonna play immediately? I mean, it is amazing, and we'll talk to uh GJ Kinney at boy. I hope I can talk to him for a long time at Sunbelt Media Days. How you know do you how do you mix and match? How do you incorporate all these newcomers? How long does it take you? To get it going, I mean, all these guys have first, second, and third teams right from the beginning. Right now, it can change on a daily basis. I think, was it John Summerall, some say it does change on a daily uh, basis. Um, and, you know, they figure out the best way to go. you got to have some idea heading into the fall. It can't just be, you know, we're going by numbers, right, and put it out there. So they got a lot of guys with some good size. Uh Let's see here. Joey Holbert, wide receiver. Let's see. What was he out of? Let me see. I can't see that logo. He's a 5 te- uh, Utah Tech. All right. The Trailblazers. All right. That's something I hadn't heard of, but he's a three-star out of high school and he's got good size. All right. Uh, you got Sean Shaw, six-foot, 200-pound wide receiver. That's good size. He's out of Iowa State. So we've already done, you know, Duke. Houston and Iowa State. So nine are from uh group of, uh, from Incarnate Word. And is Houston already in the, in the Big 12? I got to check. Memory serves. These changes all the time. All right. Uh, Simon Gonzalez looks like he's out of uh, SMU. Another three star, 6'4, 235 pound tight end. They got some talent. Danny Valenzuela, 6'3, 200 pound. I guess maybe tackle. He's a three-star transfer interior lineman out of Arizona state. So you got Duke, Iowa state, SMU, Houston, and Arizona state. Pretty good. Here's Alex Harkey, 6'6", 300-pound tackle out of Colorado. Didn't want to play for prime time. Uh, and so that's another power five transfer. Jalen Shelton, 6'2", 190-pound uh, good size corner was not ranked out of high school, but he went to West Virginia. Caleb Coleman, also not ranked out of high school. 6'2, 180 pound corner. He's out of West Virginia. So you got a couple of guys coming in from Texas, uh, coming in from West Virginia to play at for uh, the Bobcats. Neil Brown, former Troy coach, although on the hot seat, saw something in those guys to bring him in. Derek Brown, linebacker out of Texas. 6'3, 200 pounds. Um, he was almost a, well, I guess technically he was a four star in high school. He's a linebacker. I presume he hadn't played a whole lot. So he dipped slightly to three stars, but that's a good get. There's TJ Finley. All right, out of Auburn. Bray Walker. Oh, my goodness. 359 pound interior lineman, 6'7. Now he was, a, so, all right. So this may be an injury type of deal. He was a five star recruit going to Oklahoma. 0.9, you know, like one is the highest, and nobody gets that. He's .9836 out of high school. He's an 84 transfer. So I'm going to guess injuries are the deal there. But what potential you have there? I mean, 6'7", 359. Whoo-wee. Marcus Alexander, 6'4", 330, interior offensive lineman, also out of Oklahoma. Those guys could be anchoring you know, the center. That's pretty good. All right, Bo Corrales, wide receiver. Another good size out of SMU, 6'4", 211. Jason Gold, 6'3", 250. Defensive lineman out of Northwestern. You do have in-conference transfer. Shadeed Ahmed, 6'4", 170-pound. Wide receiver out of Marshall. Uh, Tavian Coleman out of Utah State. That name sounds familiar, but Tavian Coleman out of Utah State. Defensive lineman wasn't ranked. Yeah, Drew Donnelly. I mean, there's way too many to go through all of these, but Drew Donnelly out of Cincinnati. You got K-State transfer. You got a Missouri transfer in Darius Jackson, more Oklahoma transfers, Joshua Eaton, the cornerback, Washington State transfer. There's Malik Hornsby from Arkansas. You got Ishmael Mahdi from, I think that's going to say Yukon uh, and Devin White out of, uh, Devin Wright, sorry, uh, edge rusher out of Boise State. So they are loaded with some really good talent and some big time potential. So next we're going to go over, and I got to find it real quick, about, you know, what are the expectations for Texas State? Because my guy, Phil Steele, had them very low. Let me see if we got the over-unders here. Sunbelt over-unders. Uh Sunbelt win totals. And let me see if we can get that here. Is that? Uh, okay. So we do this. This is Hero Sports. Probably need to see if we got them on FanDuel uh, as well. Texas State is four and a half. Old Dominion is also four and a half. Let me go to FanDuel. That's a good idea, Schultz. Let me see if they are on FanDuel. I should have had my phone out. Let me see. Uh, And so four and a half, that would be five wins. I mean, that would be a pretty good year if you went over. I thought it was a little bit less than that. Let me see. So while I'm looking for this, I do want to thank you for subscribing. I did get some of my family to subscribe. So we were up to three. We We're over the uh, 300 mark and maybe we got a little bit more now let's see here I hadn't posted anything just due to the vacation and some travel uh and i do appreciate your patience we'll get more on a on a, a regular basis here but we're up to 315 subscribers again we're trying to get i got two months to try and get to 500 by the uh, first of, of the football season all right so let's see here uh, so i do appreciate it again When you see it on YouTube, please share it, comment on it. I will respond. That's me, Locked On Sunbelt. Also, wherever you get your audio podcast, just search for Locked On Sunbelt, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon, iHeart, wherever you get it. Also on Apple Podcasts, if you could rate and review it, that would be great as well. All right, so that is appreciated. Uh, It is continuing to grow, and obviously now football is our big deal. All right. Uh, All right. So Dave Schultz, Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. Let's hear NCAA futures, more college football futures, conference winners, a win total. So let's see if FanDuel has it on here for the Sunbelt. Some of these didn't have the group of fives uh, on here at one point in time. Sunbelt regular season, Texas State. So it is over under four and a half and the under is a heavy favorite at minus 170. So it's a heavy favorite to win four ball games. All right. So let's check out the Texas State schedule real quickly here. Texas State softball schedule. That's not going to work. Uh, football schedule. Let's see what we got here. And so I don't think it's the easiest of all schedules, by the way. All right. Uh, they start at Baylor. All right. Dave Aranda. Good luck, G.J. Kinney. Then you're at UTSA. Hoo-wee. You get whatever left at Jackson State, and then you get Nevada. I mean, you're going to be pretty good. You, I mean, can you beat Jackson State? If you beat Jackson State, you're going to beat Nevada. I don't think they're the Wolfpack aren't any good. Uh, they've gone through some tough times. So maybe you're 2-2. Two and two. So then you're halfway to that total. Southern Miss on the road, going to be tough. Cajuns on the road, going to be tough. You get ULM at home. We'll count that as a win. That's three. Troy at home. I'm going to say that's a loss. Georgia Southern at home. We'll see how that quarterback works out. All right. Coastal on the road. Arkansas State on the road. Can you win that ball game? You do finish up with South. So, the, the I mean, somewhere along the way, you know, you're going to have to beat somebody you're not expected to, and that's going to be Georgia Southern. So that's going to be four. Tough to find five, Right. I don't know. You're not going to beat Baylor, right? Where no one's expecting that. Maybe you upset UTSA, although that's on the road. You got to beat Jackson State. You got to beat Nevada. So that's two. All right, ULM is three. Do you get Georgia Southern is four? That's at home. And then you beat Arkansas State on the road. All right, that's five. I guess the big one is, are you are you going to beat Georgia Southern? Because the other ones are all – the ones we did are – you know, Arkansas State on the road is winnable, but Arkansas State is going to tell you that we should beat Texas State at home. That's the way they're going to think up there with Butch Jones. So I, I think it, this could be one of those teams where it takes a little bit of time for everyone to catch on, speaking of fan duel, but pay attention early on how many points they're putting up. Because if they can score, they may scare some people. They may not be able to stop anybody, but if they can score, uh, they may cover. Because I bet you that Baylor, well, let me see. We may already have that. right? Do we already have first games, like the first weekend? I got to believe that ball game is a huge, it's got to be over 21 points, right? (sighs) They got the lines out here. We're checking FanDuel. It's going to take me a little bit to go through all of them. And of course, I'm probably going to miss it. But I got to believe it's 21 to 28 points to tell you about Nevada. Nevada, this is not fair. They're 37.5-point underdogs against USC. Not really fair. But Army is a 7.5-point favorite against Monroe. Um, Houston and UTSA, almost a pick them. Houston, 2.5-point favorites over UTSA. All right, still looking for Baylor and <sighs> Texas State. I do not see it, but it's got to be. It's got to be tw- 21, 28 points, I'm thinking. The point of all of this is that you might see. Oh, you know what? This doesn't have it yet. I'm going through. I'm going through games, and I, I must have missed it because they've, they've they've moved on to to the different weeks. So it may not be out yet. At least not on Fanduel, right? Because we're looking at the first weekend, and I ended up getting past uh, the first weekend. So that's not. At least it's not on on this site. Uh, Just yet, but I would bet you'd be 21 to 28 points. And nonetheless, you can watch for that. Oh, there it is. 26 and a half points. All right. So I knew I was going to miss it. So 26 and a half points. Watch that ball game and see if I'm not sure if Texas state's going to get close, but see if they can cover that spread. And that would be one of those games where you could start taking Texas state in the over. And start seeing if Texas State can cover, even though they may not be winning. All right. Uh, All right. So that's today's podcast. Uh, I think they will make things interesting. They're certainly going to make things fun. You know, if you're not winning, you can't be boring. And I don't think Texas State football is going to be boring. Can you use that? (laughs) Can you use that as a slogan? Texas State Bobcats football. We're not boring. No, that doesn't. (laughs) No, 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 no. Texas State football. It's going to be a fun ride that'd be better. All right. Uh, All right. Thanks so much for tuning in to Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. I'm your host, Dave Schultz. Have a fantastic weekend and we'll pick it up again on Monday uh, with Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day.